Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. Welcome to nine money saving tips for your city breaks. This topic's come up quite a lot, uh, not just between Aaron and myself, but other people that we speak to. And I'll do the main caveat is that a lot of these saving tips come at a cost of time. And we're always putting a massive emphasis on time. Um, but we're going to lower that barrier for this particular episode because again a lot of the things we're looking at do come at the cost of of time uh, these are in no particular order and again we're looking at how cost effective to make your trip not necessarily how time effective to make your trip and if that doesn't quite make sense you'll understand that as this podcast unfolds at uh, number one book your book your trip not necessarily using an airplane uh, you might want to look at potentially Eurostar you might want to look at booking a coach especially if you're based in and around southeast England and you're looking to go to say Brussels or Amsterdam or France those sorts of countries rather than fly you, you could possibly get a Eurostar across you could even travel by coach if you're brave enough you can get some relatively inexpensive coach trips and you can get some relatively inexpensive Eurostar trips as well. Now, of course, we love air travel here as well. You could possibly get some very good cheap air travel as well, but we're just giving out options. And my brother, I think last year, went to Amsterdam and it was a 29 pound each way on the Eurostar that doesn't sound like bad value at all if you ask me so they are out there so number one look at alternate methods of transport in order to get to your destinations number two look at starting on a sunday it's a lot of hotels are notorious for being much cheaper on a sunday and that's just because the demand's not there so if you do have that time flexibility and you don't have to do a Friday to Monday for example and you could do a Sunday to Wednesday or Sunday to Thursday you might want to look at leaving on a Sunday and again the benefit of that is that you should benefit from getting a a cheaper hotel rate on a Sunday so that's tip number two number three go big for bargains have a look on various different websites speak to people that you know there are a number of different websites out there for your hotels travago hotel booking.com yeah all of these i'm sure there's many more as well do take some time to hunt around for a bargain it's always worth doing uh, we're genius members of booking.com so we find that when we're looking at accommodation on there sometimes we get free breakfasts or we'll get 20 percent off on on various places to stay that's because we built up that loyalty over the years but do hunt around for bargains they're quite useful and you never know what you're going to find number four think about breakfast and the reason we say this is from experience that we've stayed in many places where breakfast is included and it's been absolutely fantastic and we've stayed in many places where breakfast 
hasn't been included, but then we've gone out and we've done what the locals do. Best examples of that I, I can think of, uh, two examples. Number one, years ago in Barcelona, we stayed in a six bed dorm. There were six of us. So there was no breakfast included in that in there. But every morning we would go down to one of the bakeries. Uh, all of us would pick up a, a coffee of some sort and a couple of pastries. And it was about two euros, two euros 50 per person. So and then you have your caffeine kick and you have a little bit of a bite to eat. And then, you know, we found we were good until lunch. If you start adding breakfasts onto your hotels, you could be easily be paying anywhere between you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds per person per night. And actually, you might do you might be able to do without breakfast uh, by simply going around the corner and you know, sitting down in a cafe or something like that. So think about breakfast is number four. Do you need breakfast? Is it worth paying the extra X amount per per day? Especially if you're going to be in, you're in a city, there's going to be multiple opportunities to look at bakeries, you know, etc, etc. Number five, free sightseeing. So you will get at certain points of the month or of the year, you will have places open for free. Or alternatively, you can just look for free museums instead. So if you wanted to go into uh, you know, a particular art museum, do they have a, a day that's free, i.e. Sundays? You'll find that most European museums are actually closed on Mondays. That certainly was the case in Turin. But do go and check this stuff before you before you travel. The best known example uh, from when my brother and I were in Rome years ago was at the Vatican Museum. It's actually, well, it was back then, it was free on the last Sunday of the month. And we took advantage of that when we were there. So for something that would normally cost 15, 20 euros, we were able to go into it for free just because on the last Sunday of each month, it's open for free. So. Number five, sightseeing for free. Look if there's any particular museums that do have these free days. And if not, uh, look anyway for museums that are free all of the time. You'll find that that makes a big difference. For people that visit London, I always recommend going to the a British Museum. is normally a great place to start. Loads of great stuff in there that we've uh, acquired, we say, over the years. Uh, free to get in. And it's it's normally it's one of the best museums this country has. Moving on to number six, arrange your own excursions. So this is one of those where you need to take a bit of time to arrange your own stuff. And there is no harm in doing a a tour package and having everything done for you. If you're very time poor, it can be worth doing that. However, when you dig deep into it, you will find that actually arranging your own excursions can save you a hell of a lot of cash. So recently in Mexico, for example, if you fly to Mexico City and you want to stay in Mexico City, but you want to go and visit the temples at uh, Teotihuacan, there are many great day trips, half day trips that you can do. And you'll find that they can cost you 70, 80, maybe 90 pounds. However, 
if you take the time to go to the the northern bus station in Mexico City, you can get a, one of the hourly buses up to Teotihuacan, and that that cost about three or four pounds, I think, each way. And then to get into Teotihuacan, that was uh, another four or five pounds. We didn't pay for a tour guide, but you could have also paid for a tour guide, and that would have been about thirty pounds. So if you add all that up, say that's about forty pounds, you could have had a tour guide. You could have used local transport to get up there, and your entrance fee. And you could have done that, or you could have paid double that amount and you know be picked up from your hotel and gone on a day tour. There's no right or wrong answer with that, but if we're looking at saving cash when you're going away, you might want to look at arranging your own excursions. Another popular example that people give uh, is, uh, I was going to say Marseille, but that's not right, is the Palace of Versailles. So again, there's loads of trips that you can do there. I've been on the Palace of Versailles website. You can easily book a ticket. It's about 22, 23 euros, I think. And it costs, by the French train network, it's about seven or eight euros to get there from the centre of Paris up to Versailles. And that looks like that's way more cost effective than doing a trip. So that's something to consider. Number seven, go walkabout. Have, have a good walkabout. And sometimes you're going to get a lot more from a city and a lot more from an area by being above ground, by having a walk around. Aaron and I, a few years ago, we went to Valencia and we decided that we would make it our aim and our mission to only do two subway trips for the whole week. And that was one from the airport to the hotel and one from the hotel to the airport. And that worked out really well. Now, Valencia does have a very good metro system. It also helped, it was about 25, 30 degrees most of the time. But apart from a day of cycling, we actually walked everywhere. We were above ground all of the time, walking everywhere. Weather was absolutely fantastic. We saw a lot more of the city. We explored a lot more places as a result of not being underground all the time. And there's nothing wrong with having a, having a, a ramble as such, maybe stopping for a beer every now and then or a coffee absolutely perfect highly recommend it so have a have a good walk rather than just rely on subway systems and the reason for that is you'll see more of the city but also actually you will save uh, a bit on the transport as well number eight stand your ground predominantly in in continental europe you will find that you can stand and have a, a pastry and a coffee especially in France and Italy, especially for breakfast. So rather than go in and have a table and sit down and eat, you might just get away with doing what the locals do, standing at the counter, having an espresso, uh, uh, some form of pastry or, or breakfast snack, and you'll find that the differences there in price are, are quite big. So, for example, we saw uh, a place... I forget his name, but we saw a place, a couple of places in Turin where you could pick up a coffee for uh, a couple of euros. You could pick up a pastry for a couple of euros, so four euros per person. But if you would have sat down and had table service, it would have been about eight or nine euros. And that's quite a big difference. But as we were walking around the city as well, we didn't want to have breakfast as our main meal of the day. We just wanted it to be quick and easy. Hence, we stood at the counter, ordered the drinks, ordered the food, 
in and out quite quickly. We've also saved quite a lot of cash there as well because that quickly adds up. And number nine, with the theme of saving cash, uh, walk around in order to find more bargains. So I've never been to Venice, but I understand that if you have food or coffee in St. Mark's Square, it's extortionate. Whereas if you go back a couple of streets, it's going to be a lot cheaper. I had the same experience in Brussels years ago. Anywhere in the main plaza, in the main square, it's, it's pretty much a rip-off and the food's not normally that good. But if you go back, you will find that it's a bit easier and a lot cheaper. Same in uh, the other best example I give is uh, Las Ramblas in Barcelona. Now, if you are up and down Las Ramblas, you might stop for a drink and that could cost you a hell of a lot of euros. Whereas if you're walking around the city, you might go a few blocks back from Las Ramblas, Las Ramblas, you might have a coffee, you might have a pastry. It's a lot cheaper, happy days, it, it's a lot better for you. And you'll find that that can save you a lot of cash as well. So let's just recap uh, nine money saving tips for your city break trips. Number one, look at alternate methods of transport because you never know what deals you're going to get for, for example, Eurostar or coaches or things like that. Number two, look at starting on a Sunday. Sunday hotel prices are notoriously a lot cheaper just because the demand's not there. So maybe start your trip on a Sunday. Number three, go looking for bargains. Numerous hotel websites and bits and bobs that you can look at. You never know what's going to pop up. There are bargains on all the time. you just got to know where to look. Number four, think about breakfast. You don't necessarily need breakfast at your hotel, especially in continental Europe. It can be quite cost effective to go out and about, have a drink, have a pastry. It can be a lot easier. Number five, sightsee for free. So make a, a note of the free museums that you have. Also, more popular museums, do they have a day, a month where they're free? Look for that as well. Number six, looking at arranging your own trips. So rather than rely on tour operators all the time, is it easy to go onto a museum's website or a place's website and book a ticket? And it, then is it easy to get there using the local transport? Most of the time it is, and you'll probably get some enjoyment out of doing that. Number seven, go walking. So rather than rely on metro systems and bits and pieces like that, can you go for a walk? If you've got the capacity to do that and the weather's good, stay above ground you'll see a lot more of the city you'll probably uncover some hidden gems throughout the course of your trip as well number eight stand your ground again this is predominantly down to breakfast uh, and maybe when you're having drinks rather than go in and and have your table service and all of those sorts of things stand have a coffee have your pastry get in and out you'll save quite a few pounds and euros and, and currency by doing that and you're doing what the locals do always say that when you go away do what the locals do and lastly number nine walk around the corner so rather than again like you know Las Ramblas for Bar uh, in Barcelona for example rather than stick to the main thoroughfares where you're going to get charged through the roof and the drinks and the food are not necessarily going to be that good can you go a little bit off the beaten track can you find somewhere else uh, around the corner or a couple of blocks away chances are you can and the food and the drink quality is probably going to be higher 
and it's going to be a lot better for your wallet as well. So next time you go on a city break, bear all those things in mind and just have fun and go and explore. You know, we, we come back from uh, Turin and we all had an absolute blast. Loads of food, bit of football, a lot of wine, just taking it easy, had a great time, relatively inexpensive as well. And, and we just enjoyed it. I urge you to do the same for when you take your next city bake. As always, please do share the podcast with other people. Uh, we're really pushing the content as best as we can. We really appreciate you listening. Um, until next time, uh, hasta luego. Oh, 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 oh